Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. Today I have with me Brooke Van Gronigan, and I'm so excited for her to be coming on. We are going to be chatting about using questionnaires in family portrait sessions. Are they worth it? Should we do them? What can we use them for? All of the fun things. Thank you, Brooke, for coming on. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, one of my favorite podcasts, so great to be here. Oh, thank Um, you. (laughs) Yes. So I'm Brooke Van Groenigan, and I am a natural light and family photographer in St. Louis, Missouri. I am a transplant from Virginia Beach, Virginia, but I have been here eight years, and I have been doing photography more as a hobby for the last six years, and in January, decided to make it official and open an LLC. And it has been an exciting journey just to see my clients take me more seriously and to just put more effort into the client experience. And I'm loving it. So it's great to be here and I'm excited to discuss the questionnaires. Awesome. Awesome. That's funny. I moved to Kentucky from Florida eight years ago. This oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Clients. <laughs> I love it here. I can't yeah. imagine like not living in Kentucky. Yeah, that's, I know. I feel the same way finally. Like it took us a little bit, but now like we've bought a house and kind of made it our own. So I love St. Louis. I thought we would move within four to five years, but now jokes on us. We've made it, made it home. <laughs> oh, I love that. Did he move with you? So he actually um, is from California and we met in undergrad in Virginia. And so he came out to uh, St. Louis for his doctorate at St. Louis University. And so he came out like the few months after we graduated undergrad. And then I took a job out in Virginia and stayed there for a year. And then we got married and I moved out to St. Louis and met him. So we kind of did a year apart for our engagement and then... I joined them. So that's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I met my husband two months after moving here, like two and a half months. Oh, after wow. it, was, it was really like, it was very much like all these domino pieces happened after I moved here. I'm like, Oh wow. This was meant to be. <laughs> that is incredible. What a cool story. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. And He's like born and raised here. Like our son was born okay. in the same hospital he was born at like the whole that's thing. Cute. Like, not that I ever would leave Kentucky, but he's never leaving right. Kentucky. <laughs> That's amazing. Totally meant to be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's cool. All right. So let's let's dive in. Tell me how you got your your business started. It started taking off last year. Mm-hmm. And um, and now like you're really focusing on up leveling your client experience and questionnaires can be such a big part of that. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing right now. 
In the fall of 2020, I was like, I posted on Instagram and thought I would get like eight clients for the fall. I ended up getting 30. And it was just, I didn't have like a CRM set up or anything. I work full time in addition to this. So it was kind of like, what, like, how am I going to manage all of these emails and figuring out when I can schedule them? Um, So the small thing that I did in that moment was create like a Google form and just figure out what they were looking for before we got to the shoe. And so they, they were filling those out and I was finding it really helpful for remembering everyone's name, like before I got there, kind of giving me a level up. And uh, then also knowing like how they're going to use the photos um, was a big question I was asking. And then at the end of that crazy season, I was kind of evaluating and thinking like I wanted to build on this momentum. So I opened an LLC in January and just created that and made it official. Um, And then I thought, how can I manage all of these emails? Um, and so I heard about HoneyBook for a while, but didn't really have you know the consistent income to pay for it and to make it worth it. And so I was like, if there's a time to try, it is now because it was Black Friday. I got eight months free, and it was like this is going to be a great time to experiment. And so I created that, and then created all my workflows in January, thanks to a HoneyBook Pro and got that off the ground. And then they have questionnaires in there. So it was really nice because, you know, sometimes when you're opening a Google form on your phone, it's a little bit, not very easy to do. So it was really nice that the HoneyBook app has the, all the files in there and I can open yeah. it before a session. So now I kind of just created that Google form into HoneyBook and sent it to them after they've booked. So that's kind of how I'm using it now because I have the contact form where I'm answering or having them answer a few early on questions before we get into the nitty gritty. Awesome. Very good. Okay. So the first thing I want to note is how much information do you get from your clients in the intake form? Like they're, they fill out to actually work with you. I'm asking like, you know, names, ages of their, of their kids and them, like not ages of parents, but you know, names, names of the dog, if they're bringing one. And then I'm asking if they've ever had professional photos taken before. And that's pretty much it, I think. And email. Um, and if they want to sign up for my newsletter. So I'm I'm pretty much asking, I, I'm trying, I used to ask a lot more, but I am learning that like, it's not, that could be a roadblock for clients. So I'm trying to narrow that down. <laughs> yeah. And that's on like, that's your contact form? Yes. Through HoneyBook. Yeah. Okay. So then tell me what, like your client books with you. Mm-hmm. And then they get another questionnaire, right? Or they yeah. get a questionnaire. Okay. So yes. what all does that entail? So they book with me and then we have a discovery call where I'm kind of learning a little bit about them and I'm telling them about my process. And then I say, I know you're a really busy parent, but I'm going to send you a questionnaire. If you have time to answer it, it would just be a bonus. Um, and I would say 90% fill it out. And I'm asking if their kids have anything that I need to be aware of, um, like if they're really shy or they, you know, 
have never had photos taken before, or they like, they love this, you know, riddle right now, or there's just really cool things that parents will give me insight for. And so I I do find it really helpful in those times. Um, I just can get in my own head and and think like, if I don't use something that I asked in the questionnaire, then I worry that I'm wasting their time asking them to fill it out when they have so much going on. But I think I just want to shorten it and still use it because there are times where I'm like, I don't think I would have known that about a family if I didn't ask that question beforehand. So uh, one of the other really good questions that I like that I ask is if for the parent, whoever is filling it out, um, if there's anything really special about or to list something special about each family member in this current season of life. And so um, like last week I had, I was photographing a family with two twins and like the twin girl loves going to Starbucks with her, with her friends. Um, so I, I was able, I, I don't think that would have come up if I didn't have the questionnaire. And so I really liked that I could say like, can everybody guess her favorite drink at Starbucks? And there were just things when there was a lull that I could pull out of. Um, and so yeah, I think I think ultimately I've come to the decision that I'm going to keep it. It's just always in the back of my head if I'm I don't want to I don't want the client experience to be a burden, I guess. No, I think that's a good point. Like you definitely don't want to make it burdensome, but I think having questions like that are allow you to create that up-leveled experience. So Obviously, getting the names before the session is really important. Ages, so you can kind of gauge like what kind of children you're dealing with, like a bratty toddler like mine, or are we dealing with like moody teenagers? Totally. <laughs> you know, so I think prepping for, for that is really good and having those icebreakers are really helpful too. I love all of that. What I would suggest is for your contact form is making it a little simpler. So. Okay. On the contact form, I would do like first name, last name, email, phone number, what kind of session they're interested in. Um, If you do multiple types of sessions or have like a comment section, like what is your vision for a a family shoot? Something like that. Okay. So then you can kind of go into the discovery call knowing, you know, maybe they want to book a field or or I was almost going to say a beach, but you're in St. Louis. So that's not going to (laughs) work. I will. Um, Yeah. Um, You know, a field, a park, you know, more of a city feel. So then when you go into the conversation, you can, you know, rattle off some suggestions of locations. Um, And that'll build authority, like with you and the client too, like Mm -hmm. having, you know, those locations kind of offhand. But I love that idea. I use, I guess I, yeah, I I usually ask like, if they have a location in mind, but I like the idea of asking like what feel they're going for. That's awesome. I, um, I like asking that question a lot when I do sales calls for the clients that we have, just because it allows me to, you know, go back to my client and be like, Hey, they're really looking Mm -hmm. for this. So for the questionnaire for after, so then you would move those other questions to that questionnaire, children's names and ages. Are they bringing Fido? What's Fido's name? You know, I always recommend like having a Fido handler come along mm-hmm. to the shoot, you know, a family yeah. friend or, or something just so that when they, when you have, you can have just family pictures without the dog. Yeah. 
That would have been great um, in the fall when I had a dog like run away. That's, that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Makes for a great story, but yeah. <laughs> Everybody's safe, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then for the questions, I love the type of questions you have on your questionnaire. It really allows you to get to know the client ahead of time. I don't think you need to worry at all about feeling like you're wasting their time. Because if you don't happen to use something, that's totally fine. They, they took the time to answer it because right. that's what that's what you needed. And you may not know what you're going to use or not use. It's, it's going to mm-hmm. kind of depend on what happens at the shoot. Totally. One of the things that I would recommend you do if you're not doing this already is if you're doing these types of um, questionnaires, one of the things that you can do to build your SEO and your portfolio and like the authority in your area is to start blogging them. Those questionnaires are so good from what I'm hearing. You could make some really good blogs off of them. Is that something you're doing? Okay, so you're not doing that right now? So I have like a long-term, I mean, it's been a dream to blog. I would say one of my biggest roadblocks is just writing the copy. So in, in July, I'm actually like starting to outsource that. So that's a great, I did not think to send her the questionnaire. So I think, yeah, um, that's a great call to add those in. I love that. Absolutely. And obviously, like I would do that with the caveat of if they've shared that they're, you know, let's not talk about grandma because she just passed. Like, let's not do that in the blog. (laughs) Let's not mention it. But it does give you some unique perspectives on connecting with your audience through your questionnaire and, and kind of showing how you connect with your clients because that's amazing. I've never heard of a questionnaire asking, you know, the specific like special thing about the person or like what they're into right now. I think that's really cool. Awesome. I love that. That's going to be really helpful. Yeah. I I definitely, I have a blog, but I just, I have like all these sessions that are just out there and needing, needing a to uh, place on the internet to live. So I think adding that will be awesome. I love that idea. Yeah, definitely. And be, and what I would do, especially, you know, with it being St. Louis, I'm sure you guys have like 105 different locations that you can shoot at is making sure that you are tagging them on your blog. So like when they add an image on your blog in like alternate, what's it called? Alternate title, I think it is. You would put like the location. Okay. And you can change it up. It's like keywords that you want to hit on to help your SEO. So like you'll have St. Louis family photographer, but then um, I know nothing about St. Louis. It's okay. So, but like St. Louis children's museum photographer, like if you, I don't even think you can do sessions there probably, but you know, something like that. So that if someone types in those keywords, like you'll hopefully begin to pop up the more you use them. Got it. Okay. That's amazing. And it's the same thing for Pinterest. If you use images from those blogs and pen them to Pinterest using those same type of locations and SEO and keywords, like, again, it's just going to help you build your authority and your SEO in St. Louis. 
Okay. That's fantastic. That's a, that's a fall goal is to start pinch like pinning. Um, because I know that's also like really great for SEO. So I will do, yeah. do that with the blogs. Absolutely. And it, so, I mean, all of this makes your job easier because you're using those questionnaires, mm-hmm. like yeah. pulling out information, you know, hitting on some fun points, unique points about them through mm-hmm. the questionnaire will also make it easier to outsource because a good copywriter should be able to go off that questionnaire and kind of create mm-hmm. what the session would have been like through looking at the images and utilizing the questionnaire to okay. really create a robust and fun blog about that session. Wow. This is great. I was like totally like toying, like, do I just remove the questionnaire altogether? But I feel like this is totally secured. Like, no, it's totally necessary. Even if it's not used for the session, like on that day, but most of the time I'm pulling something that they told me. So this is definitely nailing down that I want to keep it around. (laughs) I love questionnaires. I have, I've had plenty of clients where they're not going to use them. Like they're not going to use them the day of, they're not going to use them for blogging. So when Mm -hmm. it's something like that, then it's, then yeah, it is wasting the client's time. But if you're taking the time to read the questionnaire, to pull it up before a session, to use it, you know, to blog, it's 100% one of the best tools you can use because it gives you so much information ahead of time. That's cool. Okay. This is great. Thank you. I'm taking all the notes. <laughs> oh, well, good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So would you um, ask where you're located in the questionnaire and not in the contact form? Or would you just on the off chance that I would have somebody not in St. Louis, would you ask that on the contact form? Or would you you could, um, if you get like a lot of uh, tourists, I think it would be kind of neat, you know, to grab that information like, hey, this Florida family, you know, booked me for their St. Louis, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I absolutely think that's a cool question to ask. You could get away with it in the questionnaire after they book, but maybe going into your discovery call, knowing, you know, they're going to be in town from this date to this date and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're coming because they're on vacation, I think mm-hmm. would help help you ahead of time too. Okay, cool. I'll leave it then. Sounds good. Do you have any other questions about any uh, of this? Let's see. So would you remove the, so I'm looking at my contact form and I have, tell me about your event, your brand or your family. Um, and then I also have like, these are the only two, um, just like empty text boxes for them to fill in. Um, And then I have a bonus question of what photos of mine made you initially reach out or why did you want to book through me? Would you do that in the questionnaire and not necessarily like those two questions? Um, Because I feel like you, you recommended a, a quicker, like tell me about yourself. And so would you, would you change up that? Tell me about your brand and those two questions like for later. So I caught the question of like what images drew drew you to me. And I do Mm -hmm. like that question. I'll go into more of my answer in just a second. What was the other one? Tell me about your event, your brand or your family and your ideas for the session. Okay. So then what I would do is absolutely keep like 
brand ideas for the session family, like something like that. So then they can give you the vision they have for your shoot or their shoot. Like we talked about, um, as for images that drew them to you, draw them. I don't know how to say that word. It doesn't matter. matter. It's fine. I actually had another, another client ask that question on her contact form and it was almost never filled out. (laughs) Um, it was almost always skipped over. Um, Or like, they'll say something generic, like we just really liked it because it was like, for her, it's like light and airy, you know? And I, I just don't know that it's helpful for anyone. Um, I think a better question is, is where did you find me? Okay. You know, and having them, you know, select, and I would even do like a checkbox so they don't have to type it like Facebook, Instagram referral. If they leave a Mm -hmm. referral you could even give them a text box to like put the name, but I think that's more important rather than the images because here, and here's why. So the image, like your style isn't necessarily going to change based on their answer. Like they came to you, they like your style, your style is who you are and how you shoot, but figuring out where they found you allows you to decide, okay, if my clients are finding me on Instagram, then I need to spend my time on Instagram. If my clients are finding me on Facebook, I need to spend my time on Facebook. You know, that kind of thing. It gives you a a meter for where to spend your time marketing wise. That makes sense. Okay. And I do have a like checkbox question, like two questions below the bonus. Like how did you find me or what photos of mine did you like? So I think I'll just delete that and keep the the checkboxes. Yeah, that's personally what I would do. Okay, I like that. I just got to clean this up. Do like I think keeping it, cleaning it up will make an even better client experience. <laughs> yeah, I think so, you know, awesome. allowing you to figure out who you who that client is, allowing them to get in, get on the call with you. Because the thing, like, you're going to find out so much about them on the call, and kind of yeah. get all of those questions answered. And then the deep dive, what's going to allow you to really up-level your client experience with them is going to be that, that second question. Cool. And then one other question I have is, so I have like, how do you feel about the, the fun questions? So like, I don't want to, again, waste their time. So I have two questions just for fun, pick a food from my favorite list Um, and then I say, what three songs are you loving right now? And that helps me think like what songs to play at the session. But I didn't know, like, are these just better questions to ask on our discovery call and not necessary for a questionnaire or a contact form? Or what is your experience with that? I love songs. I think keeping that one on the questionnaire is good. Um, Cause like you said, it gives you either a talking point, like if you like the same type of music or it gives you something to play. Uh, so I actually really like that question. I okay. actually normally, I recommend that question a lot of the times for boudoir photographers, because like you're okay. in a studio, you're in a, yeah. a single place. So I love that question for, um, like for anything, but especially mm-hmm. boudoir. But with the food one, I mean, I think you could keep it. If it's a simple like checkbox type of thing, you could keep it. If you ever wanted to do like a client gift or something, that would be, oh, yeah. Okay. you know, you could send a gift card to their type of favorite food. 
you know, especially if it's, it's someone from out of town and you wanted to like, Mm -hmm. okay, like what's your favorite type of food? And then you can send them to a local restaurant. I think that'd be really cool. That's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. You're helping me think through like the, the full long-term vision of these questions. (laughs) I think I was thinking a little too in the moment, you know, and I am loving how this can be applied like even months after the session. Absolutely. Definitely. Very exciting. (laughs) Good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love this stuff. I can talk about like client experience strategy all day long. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) (laughs) It's becoming one of my favorite things. I just, I think I need to not be paralyzed with like doing it perfectly from the start. You know, I think that's where I'm getting in my own way. Um, Yeah. So I just, I like thinking it through and like, this is really fun to think through ways that I haven't thought about before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just having another perspective is always good too. Yes, that is very true. All right. So is there anything else you would like to tackle before we wrap up? Um, I was just looking at my questionnaire and saw the last question from your perspective, The question is, would you like to join my email list? Um, Because I've heard before that if they're a paying client, they can opt in without having to opt in personally themselves, like if if they've been a paid client in the last uh, 12 months. So is that a good question to keep on there to grow my email list? Or would you, again, do that on the discovery call? I actually like it on, on the, um, on the contact form. I think it's really good to have on there. You want to build your list and that's one of the best ways to do it. And that kind of gives you the, um, authority to put them on your list is them checking that box. Okay. So you would do it like before they've paid like and committed as a client. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Because here's the thing. If they're, if, if they've made it far enough to get on a contact form with you, that means they're at least interested. And if you nurture your, your email list, if you run a mini special or, um, you know, that kind of thing, them being on that list just increases their chances of, of them booking you in the future. That makes sense. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I was toying with like questionnaire once they were a paid client or on the contact form. So I will keep it on the contact form. That's super helpful. Perfect. All right. All of that sounds good. Is there anything else? No, I think that's all. This is awesome. so helpful. I can't, cannot wait to implement it all. Yay! I'm so Thank excited. you for your expertise. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm more than happy. Happy to do it. All right. So I always like to wrap up my podcast with the three questions. Um, So the first one is, what is your favorite business tool? I mean, HoneyBook. (laughs) That was, I feel like I've been teed up for that question this whole uh, podcast, but it has definitely made my life so much easier, especially working full time. Like, just having all of my to-dos and my contracts, everything in one place. So I think HoneyBook's the easy answer for me. Awesome. And what is your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote right now is take notice of what light does to everything by, I'm going to butcher how to say her last name, but it's like Tess Guni, Guni, I don't know. <laughs> G-U-I-N-E-R-Y. 
Awesome. I love yes. that. That's a yeah. good quote. <laughs> and finally, if you and I were to go grab drinks in St. Louis, where would we go and what would we have? We would probably, oh my gosh. Okay. If it was morning, we would for sure go to Caldi's Coffee and I am like a huge oat milk vanilla latte uh, drinker. I like to get a vanilla latte like at every coffee shop I go to if I'm traveling <laughs> just to like have a hierarchy of what my favorites. And if it was evening, probably Mission Taco for a Paloma. Ooh, I don't think yes. I've ever had a Paloma. It's like a grapefruit margarita basically. And it's okay. amazing. Yeah. Where would we go? Can I, can I switch the role if I came to Kentucky? <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay. Let me think. <sighs> I should probably pick somewhere in Louisville, but I don't drink enough to know a place of in Louisville. Cause whenever we go out to dinner, I'm just like, Meh, I'll get a yeah. margarita or a mojito <laughs> or something. However, right. there is a place in Elizabethtown, which is like the, no- the next big town where I live. And I really love their sushi. But I got, I get their mango, I get their mango mojito and it is the best drink I've ever had. It's so, so good. I love it. I am making a trip to Kentucky. I love mango. So that sounds fantastic. (laughs) It's it's so good. I had, um, and I love sushi. So it's probably my second favorite sushi place in town, but it's it's the best drink. So sometimes you just have to get a second place. (laughs) You have to get second place sushi to get the mojito and that's okay with that. That sounds pretty good though. It doesn't sound like you're settling too bad. (laughs) No, no, I don't, I don't think so, but it's, it's delicious. I, I could easily drink like three of them and be completely content. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds phenomenal. (laughs) I need to cross that off my list. (laughs) Absolutely. I think you should. (laughs) That's awesome. All righty. Well, thank you, Brooke, so much for coming on today. I appreciate it so much. I cannot wait to see the differences that you make in your questionnaire and your contact form. And I'm excited to watch you grow. Where can our audience hang out with you? Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am mainly on Instagram. So BrookeJVG is my Instagram handle. And um, Yeah, I would love to meet everyone. And I just can't thank you enough for all of your expertise. This has been fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.